0: The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us Five stars or subscribe or follow or whatever your favorite podcast provider does, do that for us. And you could be one of the many people who are saying wrestling brain. You can put whatever damn sport you want on the damn television. We, the AE Double Dudes, will not be preempted for anything ever. I didn't think of a way out of this rate of speaking. We are live with the AE Double Dudes. You are joining us live, and we love you for it, on wrestling brain twitch.tv slash wrestling brain we love you for being here live it is another wednesday we are without a dynamite on wednesday night which i hate quite frankly hate it's a strong word josh and i mean it with every fiber of my being. i hate this no dynamite wednesday nights but we are together across the country it is the sword and shield the new kings of wrestling mr 50k josh custodio and your boy the man of 100 likes the zoos it is a pleasure to be in the company of the Brainiacs. Whether you are here with us live, as I said, twitch.tv slash wrestling brain, or we like you a little less, but we still like you plenty if you're listening on the wrestling brain podcast. Again, uh we got creative this week. A lot of creative stuff to come, but before we get into that, I will turn it over to my better half, my oh. my my handsome big brother, the man on the left, wow. Mr. Fifty K. It's Josh Custodio. How are you feeling today? Zoobs, I echo
1: everything you say. Okay, let let's compartmentalize that though. I agree. I miss dynamite, yada yada. Let me tell you, if you're here right now, ye will be rewarded. I don't <laughs> care who's here. R- real sports, I've got no stomach for them. You're you're here, and I know you're here, and Second. I'm bringing it. I we're doing a list show tonight. This is this is my wheelhouse. We get to dive in one to ten, the best. AEW Dynamite Matches of the Year. Who better than you and I who have seen literally every single one of them and talked about them live on this program? It's a treat to do this damn show. Is it going to be as popular? Is it going to be as buzzing? No, but you don't get the real us on those shows. You all know it. When those raids come in, Zooms and I freeze up. Oh, we've got to appease the masses. Well, you're getting the opposite of that tonight. You're getting the low-key down-home sword and shield. You've chosen us over so much else you could be watching. And I see you. I see you, player. And we're going to treat you as such. On tonight's episode of zooms i i think we have put more effort in tonight's into tonight's ae double dudes than that any episode before i'm not even sure it's close do you think that's true
0: there's a ton there's a ton in this episode uh we have another new segment to unveil we're playing merch match yes. for the very first time tonight we have scoured the depths of shopaew.com. we are going to be putting the very worst in aew merch head-to-head we are going to see Who's got the worst? Uh, we got a bunch today. We got we a bunch save. We're going to be going over this. This is a recurring thing we're going to be doing, checking in from time to time. Uh, of course, keep it our tickets. We're going to have, as you said, the top 10 countdown of the top 10 matches on AEW Dynamite this year. Uh, all kinds of stuff. Going to be a ton. We we outworked everyone to keep in the faith with the merch match. We have outworked everyone on this program tonight and uh and i will say i work the wrestling business who is live in wrestling tonight don't answer that i know who it is it's the well, when you call, when you call us the a show you ain't lying who's
1: been here now two wednesdays in a row no AEW dynamite but you have these zoobs and i to stare at instead shout out to everybody in the chat maddie mac saying josh's hair looking incredible good gravy god bless you maddie mac y- you know any compliment on your looks from maddie mac is quite the compliment my my
0: first thought when you came on today too first thing i said to you was it actually
1: was i okay maybe i should do my hair more often for the program treat this uh you know apropos
0: my hair looking visible which is never a good sign
1: (laughs) come on (laughs) josh and zooms looking great as always his good friend jake i think he must be looking at the mirror zooms turn your monitor monitor on on,
0: my pal my my
1: good he also says fake sports like the NHL and NBA aren't as good as like a sword and shield. Talking about real sports. Like the business says, Kev, sell Kev. Listen, Zooms will play along when he, when I say, Oh, real sports are fake. But, but I believe that in my core. If you ask me what's realer, pro wrestling or the big four, it's professional wrestling. Cause it tells you it's fake. Okay. Uh, so many bad shirts says America is so bad. America is so bad. I don't know if you're saying that because you, you know, firsthand, i thought i had an idea zoobs of how bad the aw t-shirt store would be but when i started looking for the worst of it let me say the floor is very low whatever you think it is (laughs) there's just shirts you haven't seen that it's like what is this doing here
0: yeah i tried to (laughs) categorize in in merch match we're putting those shirts head to head i tried to categorize them and a couple of the categories is just like my category is like who is this for like who in the world who in the world Even if you were the hugest fan of that particular wrestler or tag team or group, uh, how could you possibly justify putting that on your body? And I am somebody – listen, we'll we'll preamble a little more when we get closer. But listen, I am somebody who has owned – I owned the Seamus 515 shirt famously. (laughs) So I – listen, I got some bad seats. Now to be clear,
1: you didn't buy it.
0: I was gifted it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Important distinction. It's okay to be the guy wearing it. It's okay to be the guy who bought it.
0: Different, different question different strokes for different folks uh but yeah it, it's uh it's a real minefield and we will get into it baby and of course as you said the the reason we're here today is the top 10 matches in aew history uh on dynamite pardon me dynamite history yes in well, 2021 it, for this
1: year I should of the say, year man, this I, year of Dynamite. there's so many last year lists uh we considered it's like do we want to do an entire dynamite history best matches but it actually felt disinteresting. When you think of the best matches from the first year of Dynamite, they're they're basically consensus at this point because the show was less even. So we thought just doing sort of not quite a mid-year recap, us of course closing in on the end of the year, but something resembling that and just sort of looking back on 2021. Thank you for following Frogger 2270. Really appreciate that. And America is so bad confirming They have done a deep dive on Shop AW before, so they know firsthand what we're getting into tonight on Merch Match.
0: It's Merch Match, the first ever Merch Match. Uh, Going to be exciting, going to be fun. Uh, Yeah, it is Q4, so we are we are near the back quarter of the year. Should we get into? Do you want to get into the first of our ten matches?
1: Before we do zooms, I want to go to the chat like we always do off the top of the show here on Wednesday nights. There's going to be, I think, some consensus answers that are going to be in anybody's match of the year list. I'm not going to say any of them because why spoil anything? Because we do have a couple twisted turns in our high end. But I do want to know from the chat, don't give your full top 10 here. But when I say best matches of 2021 on Dynamite, what are the matches that come to your mind first? I'm curious to see what the chat comes up with and if those are the ones we have end up higher ranking. And while they're putting those in Zoops, maybe I can just clarify what our list is just to be 100% specific.
0: Absolutely, and Jay Jay's given a 5.5. Good for Jay giving <it> a 7. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's funny stuff. That's funny stuff. I love doing this show, Zoos. My mood is uh, on fuego, as they might say. <laughs> How we came about this list, Zoos, is as you know, at the end of the year at my Patreon, at patreon.com slash j0shc, I put out a, a rankings list. of One to seven stars of every match I watched uh, in any year, and let me tell you. This year is long. Good God, the addition of Dynamite, like, or sorry, the addition of Rampage. You see the addition of Rampage and like how much swell the back end of the year is. Uh, we went to that list. I pulled the 20 highest rated matches. This is according to me only really, or sorry, 25. I sent these to Zoobs and together we sort of pared down the list into what was our top 10. Not in order really, besides the clear sort of one through five. Yeah. And then Zoobs and I dialogue back and forth. So we both have made some concessions. Oh, I want this one higher. I want this one lower. But this is our consensus list we've arrived at. If you come to our year-end show, it's like, well, this doesn't match up exactly. This is the the mushed together version of Zoobs and I's distilled top 10 of AW Dynamite. And I think it's more interesting for that, Zoobs. Is there anything, any other framing you think we need?
0: Uh, just to say thank God for uh, your list. Because when you first pitched it, I was like, my brain is absolute mush i can remember uh two matches and over the course of the time and the rest of it is uh the mox promo was good uh ftr uh you know what i mean <laughs> um no i, I it was actually thrilling for me to get behind the wheel and get into the spreadsheet and take a look at all the matches and and everything um the, You're the only keeper. person i've ever let in there it would you not the case.
1: first to ask i might add
0: that's very impressive so yeah it, you made it that made it really easy and really fun uh to sort through and, and, you know the other side of that brain being mush and not remembering anything um is that the 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 response of it the it like snapping back into place uh, has been really fun to revisit and and some of the emotions and and sort of how far this spreads throughout the year is i think another testament as well how much like there's a ton of good stuff in october there's a ton of good stuff in april there's a ton of good stuff in july there's a ton of good stuff in september so spread throughout the year there's been a ton of really good moments and matches so uh it it was a reminder of of how strong this show can be at times
1: I'm going to start the sentence in a weird way but I can't think of another way to get there something I really like about my list is that when I sent it to you the initial long list and I had it in chronological order it almost plays like a damn calendar. It makes you wonder if the booking is as specific as like, okay, and then we need the peak there with a good match. We set settle in a peak. Like, there really was representation across all months. There were some that were a little stronger in the long list. But you're right. When you look at the year on whole, we're going to be looking at sort of a year in AEW or at least up until the middle of October where we are now. Pretty cool. Very cool. Let's go to the chat here, Zooms. I'm going to read out some of the answers here. Good friend Jake saying, Ray Phoenix versus Nick Jackson is up there. This was a popular one in my Discord today when I asked the question too. Um, Omega, ver- or sorry, Omega versus Danielson, says Jason. Obviously. And also brings up the Elite versus the Hangman and Dark Order. Yeah, I really like that one as well. Yes, obviously those are some great matches. Maddie Max saying, Kenny and Jungle Boy and Rosa
0: versus Britt. Love those matches. Absolutely. Some absolutely... And, uh, I mean, listen, no no spoilers, but I think I think one of the two of those might end up being brought up here in just a minute. Well, I'm not sure about that.
1: I think it might have gotten taken uh, off the list of the well, last – One minute. or two. Can I think
0: we... one or two of them.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. We, we, Omega we versus,
0: is it Omega versus Danielson. I mean, obviously, that's you know Rosa Brett. It's, come on. Also, well, Omega Danielson really gonna be on the top
1: ten, though. I mean, that's pretty exclusive, Zeubes. <laughs> Should we dive into it, Zeubes? Should we kick off our top ten list? Should we reveal what is our tenth best AW Dynamite match of the year?
0: Absolutely. Coming in at number ten, uh, from January twenty seventh, we have Jungle Boy, who, who low key you could say had a, had a couple had a couple entries you could you could argue for here. Jungle Boy against Dax Harwood. This is classic Zoobs bait with this one. Uh, <laughs> Dax Harwood singles match. You're always gonna get uh in on me but i thought um a really nice piece of development for both of these guys uh, just a just a great straight up wrestling match we've talked a couple of times about um that sort of being the promise that's been delivered on the best with this company is like every week you just get wrestling matches That, that doesn't have to be more complicated than that the two guys measuring stick uh sort of contest and was a good spot for jungle boy to sort of get a little bit of seeing him go up that ladder and seeing him develop and seeing him uh take on tougher and tougher challenges so this is just some good old-fashioned wrestling to start us off
1: it's so funny Zeus, because you're right this is a not only Zub's bait but sorted shield bait in some ways i remember our hype for this because it was announced the week before even though it felt like oh the singles of a tag team you know it shouldn't be the sort of match that got us as excited as it did but then when i was scrolling through my my rankings i was like Okay, was it that good? Like, I, I gave that a really high ranking for a TV match. First of all, and I won't bring this up again, harder than I thought it would be to find entire Dynamite matches online. It took some effort to get a hold of this one. I did. I rewatched it. This match fucking rips. This match is so... Zoobs, you make the great point all the time about how never are the Revi- or FTR better than when they're trying to ground their opponents, when they're trying to show that the no flips, just fists attitude is how pro wrestling should and is going to be done around here, pal. Mm -hmm. Jungle Boy isn't exactly that to the degree of like a Ray Phoenix or something. So they do get to engage a little bit more of, it's like when Mike Tyson was beat by Buster Douglas, it was like, well, this guy walked into the fire and actually threw punches. And Mike Tyson was so surprised that somebody who was willing to fight on the inside and throw hooks with him, that this became sort of the story of the match. That was almost in play here down the tail end. Jungle Boy does get a bit more of the aerials and we get a bit more of what you would call classic revival stuff. But uh, yeah, just absolutely loved uh, this match and the story it told, despite being what is historically a throwaway match, two singles guys from tag team wrestling.
0: Yeah, and I think I think that plays into its favor maybe a little bit in, in terms of not so much lessened expectations, but in that way that these things can be, uh, you know, felt they feel like throwaway going into them or, or you learn to temper yourself a little bit and tv match uh you know as you said basically two tag team guys in a singles match sort of you know there's plenty of reasons why this would be a a, a, a screwy finish or gives you a non-finish or builds to something else and, the, and then we just got the promise of just like it just went at it and had a great match and and it really fit i thought i think if it's the ethos of what dynamite yeah. is supposed to be about
1: absolutely and by that you mean dax Harwood wrestling <laughs>
0: absolutely is, right absolutely goddamn right
1: <laughs> it's wednesday night you know what that means FTR ball is putting on a headlock <laughs> and we're all in Uh good friend. Jake shouting out Santana versus Ortiz or uh, Santana Ortiz versus FTR. Yeah.
0: Awesome TV. Match. Sure. Absolutely.
1: Should we get to number nine? Zoom. Should we jump right on into it?
0: Absolutely. Number nine is a main event uh, and something that uh, I thought, you know, during the build, you maybe were confused or you you know, it, was guys we love in the Best Friends and guys that we were trying to get into, which was Miro early on, who had not hit his rhythm. He was still struggling. He was this best man thing in this weird gamer gimmick. Um, this all blew off and went to another level with the Arcade Anarchy, the uh, the match with the arcade games around the outside. A bit of a creative plunder to this one. Uh, this is Kip Sabian and Miro against Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor from March 31st, 2021.
1: Arcade Anarchy. Zoobs, I think something you and I both sort of pride ourselves in this program on is we'll we'll pivot. If we're wrong, we're wrong. If something's good, we'll call it good. If something's bad, we'll call it bad, despite how it aligns with what we said the week before. And this was a match where I think we had spent months not enjoying Miro, certainly not enjoying Kip Sabian, wondering what the best friends were doing here, and not having a whole lot of faith that the Arcade Anarchy match was something that was necessarily going to be great. Mm -hmm. But whether it was the Chris Statlander return, which was, uh, you know, the magnificent pile driver through the table on Penelope Ford, whether it was, you know, get to watch Chuck Taylor do the damn thing in ring, you know, we're used to seeing Chuck and Trent, we're used to seeing OC do his solo thing, but the pairing of OC and Chuck is something that I think sort of scratches both of our backs. I think this was a match that we didn't expect to love, but uh, completely won us over. Loved, 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 loved Arcade Anarchy
0: yeah and you don't want we don't want this to be the to be the entire theme of the thing but a little bit of once again sort of uh over delivering in in a slot and especially listen we were still in uh empty arena mo- more or less at this point we are sort of you know you're looking to those um whether it be cinematic or the big match moment and this uh absolutely delivered and and, and, a, and a real uh kudos to all the as you said the sort of the talent you, you need to see Chuck do the damn thing in a main event and, and it really, the weird environment really playing into uh, OC's strengths and and allowing Miro to get a bit of a mean streak and, and to get a little plundery. Uh, Statlander and the claw machine, there are a lot of really good awesome. moments that you, especially with like Statlander or Miro, you, you, you can really trace back to being like, okay, that's when this really got figured out. The birth and, of the Redeemer, if you like. Absolutely. And they got a little traction under their boot and were able to start moving in the right direction. And I think this really paying off in the way that it did when it would have been a pretty easy thing to see flopping uh ends up working majorly for everybody involved except except maybe chuck maybe chuck might be the only guy who didn't come out of this like getting a huge getting huge momentum afterwards which we are always saying give us more chuck
1: more on that and keep it or kick it later um, but, you know, Orange Cassidy gets the singles push after this. Just a weird match that, like you say, not only did everybody's profiles get sort of raised, but you can trace back to where we are now for a couple moments. Back to their Chris Statlander, of course, extremely relevant in the women's title scene. Uh, just tons of good stuff here, a feel-good match. And then further cemented the best friends as somebody that if you hand these sort of weird... Things, too, that they can make greatness out of. Consider how great the parking lot brawl was against Santana and Ortiz. And then the arcade anarchy match as well.
0: It's almost like the best friends are great. Do you
1: believe they've never held tag titles anymore?
0: I only believe it because I think you've told me uh, once or twice. It's the only reason I believe it for even a second. It's sickening. Ring of Honor. New Japan Professional Wrestling. Pro Wrestling
1: Gorilla, All Elite Wrestling. Somebody! (laughs) Let's get a little cold around the waist. Of Chuck and Trent. That's what I got to say about that. Can't wait for the best friends to get the damn title, says good friend Jake. I couldn't agree more, Zoobs. With that said, it's time for our first Keep It or Kick It of the Evening, Zoobs. You know, I love to do a little Keep It or Kick It on this program. As much as the Zoobs new segments between Pushbook Barry and Merch Match not only put the creativity involved in the ones I invented <laughs> to absolute shame, which is basically, <laughs> do you like this? Uh, and, and I feel like Joe Bluth at Arrested Development. Zoobs like, oh, well, we'll come up with ideas and segments. And I just come up with different versions of keeping her kicking. It. It's like, oh, well, maybe then we could give a prompt and some sort of different measurement. It's like, well, okay, you're, maybe leave this, leave this one to Zoom. So uh, while those ones are better, it doesn't mean we aren't going to do more of keeping her kicking. I'll always win <laughs> out on quantity, sort of like a, our uh, volumes of speech on this show. I say more, but one seems less, but better. So, it seems with that, let's get to the old stalwart. Let's get to the mule. that's going to be put out to pasture one day. Let's get to tonight's first keep it or kick it and zooms of course you know but the chat doesn't maybe tonight the rules to keep it or kick it i'm gonna give you a wrestling prompt thank you good friend jake thank you sick nick those are the emotes in the bar you go i'm gonna give you that prompt you're gonna tell me if you want to keep that prompt which means you like that prompt you love that prompt you want some more of that prompt or you kick that prompt which means you hate that prompt you despise that prompt you never want to see that prompt again zooms to you in the chat understand the rules to keep it or kick it i got it baby let's do it now I need everybody to let me finish this. It's not very long, but I think where this goes, I'm going to start the sentence. You're going to be like, ah, easy this, and then I'm not at the end. You might go. Oh.
0: I, I I think something that the pros learn now is to wait to really think about the prompts. I think we've seen. I, I'm not just sneezing these out, you know. Once or twice we've seen people who get very quick on the hammer and they – in easy keep, they say. Then they go, oh, you know what? I, I thought about it a little bit and little, not so easy. Maybe a little kick, you know? So They come back the next day. They I, caution, I caution those playing along to obviously act in a timely manner. You know, be timely. We want you to be quick. But give it, give it a full moment's thought. Zoops, keep it or kick it. This statement. Chuck
1: Taylor should be pushed
0: harder than orange cassidy push off of what guy. wow that is saving for
1: those days That's i know stand up yeah. commit come back
0: terrible anyway statement is chuck taylor should be pushed harder than orange cassidy it's a keep it or kick it eric with a keep good friend jake with a kick it should be equal Zang's on and pace foul with some keeps keeps a kick from danny DeRosha. Big-time keeps from Scooth Brodo. Pick up the whole screen. Uh, McVander Huge with a kick. And Mighty Mac with a keep. Kicks from Sell and Mercos. Anyway, let's stop play-by-playing the keeps and kicks. Roughly but,
1: 50-50, I
0: think. 50-50, yeah, I, like 50-50, and I would say the keeps are more passionate about it, is what I would say. Uh, well, I would kick it, personally. But you go ahead. I I've said this a million times, and when I say it a million and one, it's still
1: true. If you gave me $50,000 and three months of Chuck Taylor's time, I could become a millionaire. The, 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 the definitive untapped potential. Anytime they, it's like, oh, can you, could you shine through just for a minute? Feels like an ultimate natural in any big position I've ever seen him in. Underrated worker, underrated promo. Does comedy because he's actually funny? Zoom, do you understand this in, in wrestling? Some people. absolutely. Because c- usually what comedy and wrestling is, is Oh, this is horrible, uh, and I guess we're laughing. That—that's how I feel about wh- when people show me that show, uh, being the elite. They go, "Oh, you're you're gonna love this is the funniest thing you're you're gonna." And you watch it, and, and it's always the least funny thing you've ever seen in your life. You go, what, "What what is going on? here? These guys are not funny at all." Chuck Taylor, put Chuck Taylor on being, make a show called Being the Chuck Taylor. I'll watch because this is a funny guy. Push Chuck Taylor, you could have put I could that could have been Kenny Omega.
0: At the end of the sentence, and I would have been keeping this one. You know what I'm saying, Supes? I want to get in before somebody tells you that something like Chuck Taylor is on the elite or something like that. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure Chuck Taylor was on being the elite at some point. I'm I'm certain that happened. Uh, Um. Anyway, I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying you can't enjoy being the elite. I'm saying when people say it's specific, it's like this is funny, and they send it to me.
0: I I haven't even grimaced. (laughs) (laughs) And you would love to laugh more than maybe anybody I know laughing it's a barrel you, of laughs talking to you you barely, barely got to do anything but then you get on there and it's like oh brodie lee's throwing a newspaper it's
1: like okay it's like you you should be with my haley my haley's funny she'll crack you up maybe my bar's too high because i live with somebody so funny so then you, you click over to a show where Brody lee's throwing sure. a newspaper at someone and you're like holy twain that don't impress me much you And know? this show is so funny well, the Zooms is, I'm on you with the Zooms, killing it. Every, oh, I'm yeah. doubled over laughing with the Zooms. Then you, you flip over there, and it's like, oh, here's here's Nick Jackson, who's, who's the worst actor you've ever well, seen in your life. Well, let's,
0: come on now. Let's slow down. Let's, you know
1: what
0: I mean? Okay, oh, You're okay. on a heater. You're on a heater. I, I I'm sorry. That. I'm just saying
1: we need to push Chuck Taylor, yeah. okay?
0: I don't, need to, I don't need to insult Nick Jackson. I don't know. You, can, I, you
1: can't throw me into the oven and say why you're hot. You know, we're talking I, about Chuck Taylor right. Bushes.
0: Absolutely right. Uh anyway, with the prompt, I, uh, I I don't know. I I still feel pretty strongly that um OC is is gonna maybe come I don't want this to come off incorrectly, but um really easy to explain in a way that Chuck sort of isn't. You know what I mean? I
1: can I do not contest that Orange Cassidy as a sticking power with the casual fan that I would have never guessed, um, when when people who do not always watch wrestling will you know be come over for a pay per view or you know oh you're watching this stuff like a name they'll bring up is like oh do you know Orange Cassidy it's like yes of, of course yeah so so I don't I don't discount that at all yeah absolutely
0: uh but yeah a great prompt and I and and we have I would say we have one of the more passionate collections of Chuck Taylor fans on the entire internet in this in this community
1: certainly at the center of that nucleus would be scoots brodo and i who are too potent enough chuck taylor fans that that you'd have to find some other community you'd need a hundred even match yeah, seems a nice passion for the kentucky gentleman which is good you know we love to see it you, you wonder if these people have ever seen the awful waffle you know that's what i always say maybe in the post show we can watch like a an awful waffle we've, compilation
0: we've done that exact thing yeah and how was it <laughs> How was it? Excellent. Yeah, <laughs> of course it was fucking excellent. Because <laughs> Chuck Taylor should
1: be the champion. Okay, i I'm sorry. I've, I've I've gone off enough.
0: Let's get to it. Let's find out what uh, number seven I believe on the eight is on this list. Number eight. Num- number, match number eight. Uh, another big main event. Something that I think we thought as the originally uh, would be a pay per view match, and something that maybe we look back at it and think maybe should have been a pay per view match. Maybe this was uh, the way that this build and feud between these two teams played out um we remember we talked about the pacing being a little bit weird and this match being part of that pacing but in terms of a major spectacle in terms of a one night gotta see it um sort of thing from may it's blood and guts it was uh may 5th the pinnacle versus the inner circle blood and guts i remember saying at the time about as well as a match like this can be done in the modern times uh a real major payoff to what you remember now was uh sort of the signature feud of the late spring early summer was the pinnacle against <laughs> the inner circle
1: so we were making this list and first of all shout out to sexual jumanji throwing uh Gennetti into the chat the, that, this guy has the best mma takes on twitter i feel like i just like mimic he just i agree with him when he was talking about mma zoops this was a match, and maybe I'm just a sucker for this. I bring up the Samoa joe Sami Zayn match so often where they did the whole episode of NXT. And this wasn't the entire episode of Dynamite, but I believe it was the back hour. Do I have that right? More or less, yeah. It was something to that effect. And the end visual, maybe not my favorite thing, but the idea of this match was the back half of the TV show and that you got to see... You remember the stare down between FTR and Santana Ortiz? I remember thinking... This is better than both the NXT war games matches that I've seen. Maybe there were even three by that point. Just so much to live up to. I thought this absolutely delivered. It also sort of was more hardcore than I was expecting, I think. Mm. Like, I know that sounds stupid for a war games match, but even considering that, like, there are some spots in that match that are like, oh, the right, they're not working house shows right
0: now. Like they have to rest it. Right. Yeah. remember the the uh face paint from Proud and Powerful which would be going to become so sort sick. Of their war paint uh yeah huge some huge moments and some real uh I, know, I remember even there was a an extended Sammy and uh spears part of this that was real nice yeah yeah um some a ton of bloody work from uh Cash Wheeler I remember coming out of this feeling like an MVP of the match uh a lot of major stuff a lot of guys that we knew sort of worked in this formula um, finding a way to make this uh, original and 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 make it feel of its own on a a type of match that we've seen uh, done very well and done very poorly in the history of war games matches.
1: Yeah, I agree with all that. And again, it's a it's a storied. Uh, I guess would you call it a stipulation war games? I guess yeah, ma-
0: match type, I guess it's it, stipulation for lack of a better it, word, but yeah, match it, type. It, it,
1: Yeah. Match type. It's very storied and there's so many good ones. People love the old WCW ones. People love the NXT rebirth ones. And to sort of just do a direct take and especially after it had been delayed for what, 10 months at that point, since the original one, I think we've been soured to it a little bit too, because it sparked this inner circle and pinnacle feud that has gone on to be like, I mean, still ongoing. Yeah. And, uh, right. Just, You know, again, we said this at the time, but it really did feel like a blow off match. And really, it was just lighting the rocket. So, lots of great things to say. Number eight on the list
0: Blood and Guts. Blood and Guts. Uh, Well, uh, they'll bring it back, right? Absolutely. 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 Uh, For our number seven match of the year on AEW Dynamite, we talked uh, recently about the other companies that have come across and brought their championship belts. Uh, obviously, we saw AAA, and we saw uh, Impact do it. We saw Impact tag titles. We saw um, NWA World Championship, uh, World's Championship. Pardon me. Early on, the <laughs> NWA Women's Championship. You love that, <laughs> That's the name of the title. Uh, <laughs> and something we really marked out for throughout the course of its time here was the United States Championship IWGP style from New Japan. John Moxley carrying it into the company and opening the forbidden door to it. Um, he had a nice little run here and put a bunch of uh great matches together, culminating in a Texas Death match against one Lance Archer for the United States Championship. Mox dropping the title on Dynamite, our number seven match of the year, Mox versus Lance Archer in a Texas death match for the IWGP United States Championship.
1: So we've remarked so many times on this show how much we are the market for John Moxley versus New Japan Dad. When the IWGP US title is up on for, up for grabs on AW Dynamite, you and I are shit-eating wild men for it. Locked. It could be against Hanma. You could bring out Makabe. It, it doesn't matter which can barely move New Japan Dad. You trot out there. The Zooms and I are giving it the seven-star classic match. And yet, as much as we loved him versus Nagata, unequivocally... This was the best mocks U.S. title defense on AEW Dynamite. This was a match we had seen. Have we seen it twice at that point? I think that's, yeah, yeah, for the AEW World Heavyweight and in New Japan before. Two times we'd seen it. So you've seen it twice, and yet this match still, out of nowhere, managed to just be, like, one of these you're watching it and, like, is this as good as I think it is, or do I just love this style? You know, oh, John Moxley's bleeding. Oh, oh okay, May- maybe I can be <laughs> talked into that building easier than some others. But that one gave us a. I remember heading into the show just buzzing off of Lance Archer versus John Moxley.
0: We got a little bit of a little bit of a table action. I think we had some barbed wire in in here. It was uh, it was definitely evocative of a style, which is I think what we loved so much about having the U.S. title on the show was that it, it didn't just seem like another singles match. It didn't it it felt different than. Uh, the tnt title and it felt different even than the us uh pardon me than the the AEW main title it felt different it felt you know that little more hard hitting you, you sort of bought an extra 10 percent of everything you know we were that way and I, I feel like you maybe called this title change happening uh deep, deep in the heart of texas um obviously mock's still sort of going through the new japan dad phase we have we've seen some suzuki uh and we're still waiting for that tanahashi uh to happen but yeah, I, I, I agree. This was this was absolutely the pinnacle of this belt being involved uh, and around the company, and something that um, you know really fueled some spots on this show week in and week out. And we were we were jonesing for announcements, we were jonesing for new matchups. And uh, I thought if you're going to get it off, Mox, if you're going to move it off of him and have this not be a part of the show, um, certainly a fitting end to the title reign to have something such, such a such a surprising banger uh, in that spot.
1: Yeah, and it didn't feel unbelievable that Lance could beat Mox, even though it probably should have, right?
0: Yeah, he's beating him. He's beating him in a style in in, in a yeah. in a Texas death match. It wasn't it wasn't a one on one, as much as beating Mox in a death match uh, is an accomplishment in all of its own, it's, it was a Texas one, which is it was a Cincinnati death match. Not a chance. Lance Lance is even, even, a, even a Las Vegas death match, you got to think jo- Mox beats him pretty pretty <laughs> handily, but Texas. Maybe his <laughs> one weakness. Uh, but no, it's a pretty, believe, ab- ab- absolutely, uh, absolutely a, a, a believable way. And and you know, we talk about this a lot. And not to make everything about the other company, but um, didn't have to like protect Mox. We we didn't we didn't yeah. come out of this being like, oh, Mox is dead in the water now. Like, no, he he beat he got beat by a guy who's very good at at, at death match wrestling, a, a huge tough guy who put him through a table with barbed wire and and weapons and shit like in texas a texas guy in texas plus 10 hp what can you do good friend jake saying i hope we still see mox versus tanahashi
1: so so do i good friend jake but the time is coming where it's going to be way better mox is turning heel against daniel bryan to win the eliminator tournament he's going to be hangman's first title defense but he'll still be heel against hangman and then heel mox against you know eternal babyface roshi tanahashi
0: that's the yum. Who do you think uh, wins the an- Arcade Anarchy between these two combatants? <laughs> it's, it's a match type. What, what a great
1: question <laughs> between Mox and Lance Archer. Yeah,
0: we know we know who would have the advantage in Texas, in Cincinnati, <laughs> in Vegas. Uh, that's
1: so funny. I, I'm I'm gonna say Lance Archer gets down with like Madden or NBA on Sundays, sure. maybe. So yeah. I'm going to say Lance Archer takes the arcade anarchy, the, the gamer of the two of them. Do you do you agree or
0: disagree? Box does not strike me as a gamer. If he yeah. is, I'm i happily corrected, but he does not strike me as the like. That's how I feel. Set up the portable game in the back to have a Smash Bros. <laughs> tournament before the show sort of. Hit. Nah,
1: he put cigarettes out on those guys. Yeah.
0: Lance Archer calls all video games Nintendo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he did have Guitar Hero entrance, that's true. So he does have.
1: Who said that?
0: That's uh, J. uh, Pardon me. That's Heart Note. Heart Note. That's that's one of the funniest comments I've seen here.
1: Lance Archer absolutely calls them all Nintendos. You playing that Nintendo? (laughs) Jake, the snakes behind him smoking. It's like a six-year-old on a PlayStation. It's like no, (laughs) don't talk to me. Leave me alone. That's funny uh i am laughing extremely hard about that i've completely lost focus he calls them all <laughs> nintendos he 100 <100% laughs> does zooms let's push lance archer those or at least let's get him some consistent booking and let's move on to the next match on our countdown Yes. and indeed. before you uh pitch this one actually zooms this seems like a great time to remind everybody if you're listening on the podcast keep in mind we do like you less but we still like you we still need you please consider going over to the iTunes store, dropping a five-star review. We'd greatly appreciate it. If you're here watching live right now at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain, you're the ones we love most. We're the ones you love best. Please consider dropping a follow, dropping a subscribe, heading over to twitch.tv, or sorry, uh, Twitter, wrestling underscore brain, dropping a follow there. All the fun stuff in the world. More and more people are indeed saying wrestlingbrain. Sorry, Zeus. Please continue with number seven.
0: That's factual. Um <laughs> Up next, uh, a recent one. This is from October 6th episode of Dynamite, uh, a major moment with a ton of star power in the ring. It is the seven-man ladder match, the return of the Cowboy. It is uh, the Hangman pay's return, grabbing that poker chip and winning the seven-man ladder match. Incredible star power in the ring. Uh, like a like an NBA, or pardon me, a WWE 2K, like downloaded all the guys online, put them all into a match, to see what happens, like fun time. Uh, some crazy spots for a television match. Um, finally getting to see Andrade, like, hit a gear that we've yes. been waiting for. Mox back in the picture. I think even Mox getting, uh, you mentioned it, you got a little bit of a heel reaction at one point here for cutting off a, a hangman comeback. Um, yeah, a, a great match. And this is where I will say I believe this one come came in uh, at the expense of, of one that um, maybe we thought would be higher on the list. this is number six zooms even though i loathe people who do
1: this or even ask this question i feel a need to frame it this way here because i can hear the detractors may i play devil's advocate here you know what it is when people say this right
0: yeah the worst thing in the world yeah. is what it is could
1: i could i be an asshole yeah. Yeah. And, and take the the position of satan yeah
0: from, um from, from, i tell you this from what I hear, the devil uh not low on lawyers down there you know what i mean <laughs> when i hear about hell He's not, he's not, he's, where do I find a lawyer? And they, you don't get a lot of that down there. Oh, Zooms, that's funny. But I can't think of a better way to say it than this, because when I was
1: ranking it this high, and I, I do love this match, I wanted to ask you directly, are we ranking the moment or the match here? Is Hangman's return, does it eclipse this match? When we're thinking about this match in our matches of the year at the end of the year, do we count Hangman's return as part of that? Is it partially the Andrade and uh Pac especially segment throughout so many large
0: parts of this match? How how do you how do you view it through that lens? Uh I think that's a that's a you know that's a, that's a decent uh if you want to have a, a point to point to pull, definitely one to pull. Let's think say quickly, uh thank you for the follow. Randy Savage on Molly. Had to say that one out loud. <laughs> uh we are on the march to a thousand radiacs 921. Um, <laughs> thanks for the follow. That's Yeah, I I would agree that the the moment and the match are linked, no question about it. But I don't – I I think that goes to the service of the match. Um, I I think – to me, that isn't a detraction. And the match luckily has more than enough in it that if you wanted to divorce those two things and say take the moment out of it, take the nuclear face pop for the homegrown star uh, that was months in the making – if for some reason you wanted to take that out i think you still have an excellent ladder match underneath yeah. here you still have you know we've said many times crowd reaction and the crowd being that into it uh is a sign of a, of a great story told and a great match done and, and as i said you're able to get you get mocks, heel heat in here because of he's cutting off how white hot of a baby face uh the hangman is you get as you said the extended park and andrade segments you have some crazy crashes uh, in, in, in a, in a forum in ladder matches that it can be easy to burn out on. It can be easy to see too many of, it can be easy to have a little bit too much. Okay. You, then you go here and I go here and I throw you into this. Uh, I didn't think it suffered from any of that stuff. And, and in the end, one of the things I love about this company is they just did the right nice thing. They did the right good thing. That's fun to have happen and, and got us, uh, this amazing moment this great visual thank you for following terry 77 live who first time chat says pages amori driver to park was mental for yeah. a tv spot absolutely correct one of many times this year where my lasting reaction was i cannot believe this is a television match the 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 physical toll that these matches are taking on these guys bodies on tv matches uh unprecedented in the last <sighs> decades decades
1: I mean, even just that we get, you know, ladder match on television, big return in ladder match on television. Like, when you look up and down your TV matches, not only of the year, but of the years, not a ton of these. When you think of the great recent ladder matches, my mind goes to, like, the North American title one in NXT. I put this chief amongst any of them. Love this match.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, uh, uh, the big hangman moment was going to be that in more easy wash for me. That's That's easy for me. Well, and again, I, I hate those arguments in general. I could just hear them coming. Like when people go, well, if you talk about the good stuff, it'd be bad. It's like, yeah, maybe. Absolutely right.
1: I don't know. It, but they didn't.
0: They kept the good stuff in. That's the top six. That's number six. You want to you have take uh, a, a quick step aside here?
1: Yeah, we could either do. We want to let the chat decide? Let the chat decide. We can either do. Do we want to include all three?
0: I don't have anything for, for the one, so...
1: Okay, so, yeah. You can either have that doesn't work for me, brother.
0: Or wait, is that the one you don't? I have, yeah, I have, I have for that. I don't, I don't have Okay, it yeah, one. yeah.
1: Or keep it or kick it.
0: We're saving merch match, baby.
1: Yeah, merch match comes. That's the main event tonight. Do you want a second keep it or kick it? Or do you want Zooms and I to say a gripe that we have from the wrestling world at large?
0: First vote's Kiyoki. Okay, okay. I worry that it doesn't work for me, brother not as over as we as we wanted it to be it's a doa maybe Tough. it's tough I, it's, I we work hard on that oh back danny though.
1: the Rocher is standing for that doesn't there we work go my brother though that's the portuguese canadian
0: thing though yeah he's here we go that's we go there we go we I'm got i begged i begged and pleaded and i'm not afraid to say it. yeah see we got of had
1: to be like oh little sympathy. you know mm. oh i look kind of fat you know that was us <laughs> that's that's you know we, yeah. we did do that
0: yeah uh, that's fine Yeah, put a little line in there and fish in for some compliments. Way to go. Yeah, that's okay. And people are spoiled on Kyoki, we said before. That's true. Every Wednesday over on Twitter, they get the three best
1: that I can think of an hour before posting it.
0: The folks, it has spoken. It's going to be time to get a gripe off the old Chester Rooney. Time to uh, point out something we don't like because we're those positive guys. 5.5 is as low as I will ever go. Uh and that's I only liked it a lot is my biggest complaint about this show most of the time. Uh so we're going to dig deep into our resources of fast uh being upset. That's what being online is all about. you online watching wrestling, you're gonna be mad as fuck about something. We have each selected something mad about it. and so we're going to, have to call that doesn't work for me, brother. Doesn't
1: work for me, brother.
0: So it's going first this week. Uh, I'll take a, I'll go first because I have an easy one and uh, a simple gripe. I'm a simple man, I'll tell you that much. You know me, Josh. Simple is the word that I would use to describe pretty much everything about me and all the time. Yeah, very simple guy. I like my Friday movies. I like uh hamburgers and french fries i'd like a diet coke and i like my aew dynamite on freaking wednesday what Whoa, is okay. going on you mean to tell me josh you mean to tell me and listen we're in the great white north you're in beautiful vancouver british columbia i'm in the region of waterloo ontario we love our hockey it's hockey mad up here we have the kitchener rangers you got the you got the abbotsford uh heat yeah you got sure. uh you got the vancouver canucks out there yeah, yeah, we got, yeah, the, I know we those got guys. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs down the a bunch of losers down the street, but needless to say, we can get hockey whenever we need it. But these Americans on their TNT on Wednesday of all days of the week say hockey's on Wednesdays too, my friend. I tell you this, I I agree with you. I spit at that notion, hockey. On Wednesday, preempting my dynamite, I don't likes it. I don't likes it one bit. I don't like that we have to come up with ideas for this show on Wednesday, dig through these troves, expend all this extra energy, putting together a great show, and then we don't get our damn dynamite. I need my treat, see, in my belly. I need my dynamite on Wednesday night, and I don't have it. And quite frankly, I'm cranky about it, as I'm sure you can tell. It doesn't work for me. So this preempting of professional wrestling and move to Saturday night don't work for me, brother. That
1: doesn't work for me, brother. Zoobs, I absolutely hear you. I miss the Wednesday Dynamites too. Zoobs, have you ever argued with a friend before? Uh, yeah, once it was bad. So you know that feeling, Zoobs, when you're like, I don't want to be mad at you right now. Of course. Like, why well, don't the la- Like, I I don't want to be here. We're but we're here. Subes, this is the exact feeling I have with the Lion Mark Federation mm. with New Japan Pro Wrestling as we have our G1 finals uh, two nights from now, our time. That's why. And in the finals who will potentially be headlining one of the three nights of Wrestle
0: Kingdom. How did we go so wrong, Josh?
1: Oh, Kazuchika <laughs> Okada versus Kota Ibushi. Now, first of all, Shame on you, New Japan, for making me have no interest in that match. Shame it, on
0: you. should be criminal, quite frankly.
1: You you should be able to put Dick to Go behind bars for that. So it doesn't need to be any more complicated than this. Current New Japan booking, current New Japan processes, current New Japan pro wrestling, Okada versus Ibushi is the G1 finals.
0: That doesn't work for me, brother. What a heartbreaking story that is to have all this momentum, to have all this interest in pro wrestling, and the line mark is untenable. I cannot believe <laughs> that the G1 is over. I tell you, I'm, I'm zero, zero. I had zero G1 matches. And not only did I have zero G1 matches, I didn't have anybody breaking down my door saying, listen, man, I know you're not watching, but no one said that to me once. Not so once. It's even
1: worse than that. We feel this way. All the things you said are true. And... Shingo Takanji is champion, putting on great matches. Like, he's going to be the, the Bret Hart forgotten era of classics
0: for his time. It's The whole thing just... What a time. Hard to believe. Hard to believe if you had told me at the genesis of this AEW thing that we would be at a point where I would I would be not have seen a single G1 match and had not known until now what the final was. And to know the final was going to be Okada Ibushi and me be like, yeah, maybe I'll see it. Maybe, I'll, maybe, I'll, maybe Subes, I'll.
1: I'm start I'm saying it here, and people aren't gonna like this.
0: Oh no. Free Okada. Okay. I'm sold there. Okay. I'm sold there, baby. Free Okada.
1: Anyway. Subes, let's move on to what I believe is match number five.
0: Yes, I believe it is. Uh match number five. See if I can get a little. Oh, Matty ah. Knox, right? They should have pushed Zach Saber Jr. It would have at
1: least been interesting.
0: Now I think this one might surprise some folks. Okay. Yes, I agree okay. with you. This is from May twelfth. Uh, it's a tag team match. It's the Young Bucks, the the Matt and Nick Jackson, if you will, against SCU. This is <laughs> if good. You will. this is goodbye to the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. Zeus, you would. Uh...
1: Certainly paint me as an SCU critic in the early days of this program, I think.
0: True? Absolutely. I think you went as far to say it was the worst time you'd ever been in. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: had not much expectations for this match. It was never in question who was going to win. It was for everybody's good that both these guys retired. Although it looks like neither of them will retire now. As it looks like it's just SCU's retired Chris Daniels over an Impact and,
0: of course, the elite hunter is running around. Zoobs. I got to tell you, Impact is, is going to retire in my world. <laughs> that, that's goodbye, Christopher Daniels. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> but this
1: match managed to get at my heartstrings somehow. It managed to weave its way through to, to my, my latent brain, my Ring of Honor 2007 brain, who thought they could do stuff with Christopher. This guy, he does the dance with Curry Man. He's the IWP GP tag team champion with Brian Danielson. There's, you know, the triple threat, of course, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, we all love who I could get into this guy. They managed to bring me back to there somehow. I I, I can't believe how much I love this match. Uh, SCU will appear nowhere else on any other match of the year list I ever do. Uh, but this match was just fantastic.
0: I'd say a bit of a surprise for me to see this on here, but I, d- I do not disagree. Once we dug into the matches and uh, into the story, and I think another great example of this strength here of, of it being a story. This is a, a, really a storytelling match. It's 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 more about sort of the story and and how this evolves than it is. Do you remember the sick moves? Do you remember the um, incredible one? Incredible spot. Um, there were incredible spots. I think the latter match is a similar thing where it's like there was incredible spots, but we re- we remember the moments. We remember the incredible moments that happened and uh yeah i think um an important page to have turned as well i think in the company where these are some guys that you know scu was the original tag team champions they were original go- original uh talent involved in the building of the company they uh a bte breakout un- unfortunate as it may be but oh, yeah, um, i love that show yeah I yeah, know you i know you knew that but uh oh, this is so funny yeah Somehow, some way, somehow, some way, it's it's responsible for, this, for dynamite being on the air. So. <laughs> it sort of <laughs> is, right? In a way, but it plays
1: a role, I suppose.
0: Absolutely, but I, you know, I, I I agree with you in what you said, and, and you put it very well. That you know, I don't know that going into this, either of us were clamoring for more SCU, nor have we, nor have we since been like, they should bring SCU back together, right? Um, so I think you know, a, a tag team disband disbandment, especially when we weren't expressing a ton of interest in the tag team in the first place um and one as you said that that was you know it wasn't a surprise that we saw the end of SCU at this what we expected to have happen um they still managed to get it to a place where it had a lasting impact on us and and we remember it you know as a as a well put together told story and uh, one with a fitting emotional climax
1: agreed on all front Zoobs. let's get to number four
0: number four on the list. We go back to, I mean, you want to talk about just bangers. You want to talk about just just banging around. It's absolute
1: clanging and banging.
0: As good as it gets. It's Kenny Omega against Ray Phoenix.
1: You know what I like to call this match, Zooms?
0: We like to call this match
1: two guys wrestling.
0: Sometimes it doesn't need to be that complicated for all the, for all the talk about the uh, story and the et cetera's and the background stuff. Sometimes just two guys who are amazing at wrestling going full speed. That's pretty sick too. IMO.
1: Uh, I said, uh, somebody asked us who Hook should be wrestling in the post show a couple weeks back. Oh, when Hook's going to debut, who should he wrestle? And I gave a couple names and I used Ray Phoenix as an example of somebody who he should not wrestle. That to do Ray Phoenix's stuff, to wrestle at Ray Phoenix's level, you better be an amazing wrestler. And I'm sure Ray Phoenix is aware of that. In this match, he does not have to have any of those hesitancies. He knows that Ken's going to protect them. He knows that he can protect Ken. This match on television, something like that didn't exist not that long ago. Like, didn't, no, not on TV. Nowhere. Incredible stuff, man incredible this, stuff two guys wrestling.
0: This was of course the biggest news of January 6th, 2021 was this match happening on Dynamite it was the number one trending thing in the world. Uh the first the first Dynamite of the year and we get a we get a top 5 banger match that is uh pretty sick as it, 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 you talk about the, the the breadth of this uh scope spanning we we have won from the first Dynamite and we have won the latter match from basically the most recent Wednesday Dynamite. Uh it has been strong 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 throughout the course of the entire year and boy oh boy you you see it in the chat uh a good friend jake says is it possible for these two to even have a bad match regardless of opponent uh pretty challenging but i'll tell you as a match for each other uh about as perfect as it gets you said it perfectly that what? um you have to be at a certain level at a certain speed to get to ray phoenix and as well you know kenny's done a good job of of toning up or down depending on who he's in there with and, and, and getting better at that sort of part of his, uh, tool set. But I'll tell you a guy like Phoenix allows him to hit the gear that I think set the tone for his entire year. You look at his entire year, like there's a lot of Kenny to pick from. Uh, I think this set the tone that like, this is the Kenny we're going to get in 2021. A guy that is constantly being called to hit his max gear and has done so uh, two or three times, three, four, a, a lot of times already this year, he's hit absolute max gear at guys at their best at their specialty. So, um, this was a great, great showcase of both guys. And I think fair to say, uh, a nice showcase for Ray Phoenix and what he can do and the level he can be at.
1: Well, and I don't necessarily agree that like, it's not possible for these two to have a bad match. Like there's so many examples in history of when you get two great wrestlers together it not resulting in something great i think kevin owens and uh aj styles are sort of a, an example of this that i go to often but there's countless you also need some chemistry and consider that all elite wrestling doesn't do house shows there's no practices you might get to go to the arena early on in the day you might get to play around in the ring but it's not like kenny omega and ray phoenix got to like execute this to you know get in all these minutes and hours practicing like I don't know I don't know that it's such a sure thing in fact like there, there's definitely Kenny Omega TV matches I like less than this and Ray Phoenix once right and again I, I agree with good friend Jake so often but yeah I, I think there's lots of examples of two great wrestlers getting together and just you know they're they're not the peanut butter and jelly that everybody is you know the opposite uh, we'll see later on in the list
0: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um i think you're i think you're bang on there and, and i i think you know there's there's kenny matches as well that you're just sort of like yeah it didn't it didn't quite go the way it didn't quite mix the way that we wanted it to but i think again an example of both guys being able to to hit their highest gear against each other and, and hold nothing back as you said um nothing less in the table of like i can't go here because this guy isn't going to get it or isn't going to know how to help me or isn't going to do this um they both had the full wide open cupboards everything they could possibly think of was on the table in this one 100 percent agree uh, all right, so Let's get controversial. Yes, indeed. What's number up, three? Guys? Number three. Uh, now we're into the like. We're in the top three. I mean, we're top three. It,
1: it, the three best.
0: Going, you know, at, at, the lack of boring, for the, at the risk of boring a term, we're, we're in all elite zone. So these matches are all elite. Oh wow. Okay. These top, all these right. top three. This is all so far this is all elite wrestling. Okay. All um, right. Number three match is one that I think. And I floated this to you at the beginning of the year, you would have said, I don't see a world in which this makes any sense or how this could possibly happen. Uh, we go to the Trials of Jericho in the middle of the hot, hot summer, July 28th, after I think a couple episodes similar to where we are right now. where They didn't have him in the middle of the week. It's Nick fucking Gage against Chris Jericho. Uh, part of the breakout year for the MDK. Uh, Risk of peace, Justice Payne. Uh, rest in peace um help me out here big hatred of course night, big Nate hatred apologies yeah, east, east yeah
1: block. we're all due to the hatred
0: it's the east uh, block free
1: just club. or uh, free um two sex of course
0: yeah uh the pain maker this is we, we got we got, a, we got a cameo out of this um a, a real a lot of questions right coming into it was like what are they going to let nick gage do on television what are they gonna? Wh- how is this possibly going to be a TV? Match? This was on TV. This was on fucking television. This match, uh, insanity, insanity. This was on television. Absolute craziness. And I would say, I would. Good, good friend Jake says, death match is not really my thing. But this wouldn't have been. In my top three, but I have to respect. Totally fair, yeah. Um, totally fair. Also, if you don't like
1: you, death matches.
0: You know me, not a death match guy. But the the pure spectacle of this, the pure, I can't believe this is happening. The pure, um, how do we live in this world of this? And knowing you and knowing how excited it must have been, you have been for you uh, a truly memorable. Like this will be one of the easily top three on this list. Easily be one of the highlights that I remember from 2021 when we go back to. Look at this year in the future. It'll be, this will be one of three or four things that I unequivocally like. I remember that so clearly. So, I'm going to throw a
1: couple true or falses to describe this match. If we can. Okay. True or false. Ray Phoenix versus Kenny Omega is a better
0: pure in ring match than Nick VH versus Chris Jericho. Pure in ring in terms of technical moves being done. Yes. True. Soops. Nick Gage carved a motherfucker up on national television. True or false? Absolutely true.
1: When you talk about the year of 2021, the the ascent of Nick Gage into the the main event picture for a moment, you, you can't discount. Not only was he on national TV, not only did he put somebody certain somebody through a pain of glass, guys, he wrestled Chris Jericho, their biggest star, the biggest star in AEW at the time. Unbelievable. Wanted a piece of the god of this shit. That Frankensteiner through the gap, glass, I'm giving you a spoiler right now, so it was for my end of year show. And you know how much I love that end of year show. I do. Something miraculous is going to have to happen between now and then for that to not win spot of the year for me. We'll see which way the brainiacs vote. Sometimes we match up, sometimes we don't. But on wow. the end of the year show, so, something miraculous is gonna have to surpass that uh, Frankensteiner through a glass on AEW.
0: I can't wait for this the year match, show. I can't wait.
1: Well, I hope I hope you'll be you'll be on it yeah me too
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> listen i put a lot of effort at that slideshow and survey
0: it's uh i love that show absolutely but you've been on it you've been on it for years at this i morning. guessed it i guessed it on it last time last time it was a it was a you you were hosting nick was producing last time It called wow it. that really is
1: that really is santa claus coming to town isn't it wow the people don't tease the people seems of, of that dream no uh uh I could not believe I could feel my brain coming out of my ears during this match in a way that was not only big, but big in a way that only wrestling can really give you only you're getting some payoff to following this bizarre world full of bizarre people doing bizarre things. And you're seeing these doors, you know, the forbidden door is such an overused term, but you really are just seeing these doors bust down and these worlds colliding and bleeding in a way that is, uh, for, I think, f- deeply rewarding for long-term fans, frankly. It, you're being rewarded for, like, knowing these worlds exist and then seeing the crossover.
0: But even for all the talk of, of Forbidden Doors and of uh, worlds colliding, like, I feel like before this, we were sort that all was, like – japan it was like oh yeah they're like yes we, we, we're, we're gonna get kenta or we might get suzuki maybe if we're maybe if we're good we'll get tanahashi yeah. yeah i don't think even in all that excitement we for in a million years thought it was going to be nick gage against chris jericho in a full-on death match in the main event like that that was the that was even beyond uh for sure forbidden doors that was like that it, you would never think that they would ever acknowledge that the, one of the doors was fucking gcw death matches
1: Maybe we, the illusion of a door is actually bad. Maybe it's more like the forbidden ladder. Because I think we only thought AEW would reach for equivalents or things that could pull them up. But in working with GCW and, you know, through AEW Dark, signing Eddie Kingston, et cetera, et cetera, they are willing to reach down and pull things up, too. Uh, so, credit to them. Big Max in the chat saying, outside of the episode of Dark Side of the Ring, this is my first time seeing Nick Gage, and I thought it was awesome. I I know that Big Mac's not alone in that, That there were people like that. Pacefall saying, Nick Gage on Turner Network Television. It is a brave new world out
0: there. It most certainly is. Craziness. That's craziness. Uh, it should
1: be top 10 alone just because it feels like an impossible dream match, says Kev South.
0: Yeah. Here it is at number uh, three. I agree. Three's mm-hmm. high. Three's very high, man. It's only two incredible matches above it. Okay, Zoos, is it time to get to number two and number one on our top 10 countdown? Absolutely correct. We are we are back to the top 10 matches this year on AEW Dynamite. Listen, we saw them all. You, you, goddamn, you can't you can't get a single match past the Sword and the Shield unless it's on the weekend in which case no idea. <laughs> uh, never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> too true. <laughs> I hear this week's show was good. It couldn't be. Made. It was. Uh a main event in any town and I think up until about a month ago, probably the easy pick Uh, at least for me, for Dynamite match of the year. We take you back to March 17th. It's the women in the main event. We're going lights out. Click, click. The post-show show show style. It's Thunder Rosa against Britt Baker. The ascension of a star in this one. Uh, All kinds of um, heights being hit for the division. Really the the beginning track of Britt being uh, the top star in the women's division i think a really special match a really special showcase um the great visuals with the bloody face and i think one that really made me appreciate especially in the hindsight that we have now that they didn't just give us brit as the champion out of, out of the gate and just didn't say listen she's our biggest star so she's going to get this whether she's proving it or not this was a real like she leveled up over the course of this match and after it, and and I think has done a pretty darn good job of staying at this level after reaching it with Thunder Rosa.
1: Couldn't agree with everything you said more, Zoobs, and only to further to what you're saying. The other side of the equation gave us some answers, too. I think that was the moment we were like, we went from Thunder Rosa is good to how do we get Thunder Rosa out of the NWA? And full-time into the Federation we watch every week. This was the moment that I think the ship started to turn around. Ellis, do we still have complaints with the women's division? Of course we do. We have complaints about everything across the show in its own way. Um, but have they? Is was that the start of them starting to turn that ship around? It was for me. This was a match that, again, I expected this to be a good match. I love when they put the most important thing in the main event. It makes a lot of sense to me. But this was a match that, just in terms of in-ring quality and even out-of-ring quality and extremity just went further than I thought it was going to, sort of classic visuals, getting across Britt Baker, not as this uh, conniving, detached uh, Hollywood dentist, but rather a psycho who's willing to go that far. Uh just absolutely loved this match and thought that it over-delivered and established the women as a top-of-the-card, must-see feature of All Eat Wrestling, which up to that point, it had sort of been hit or miss.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, one to text your friends about for sure. One to say, "Listen, this hit a height that we didn't expect it to hit." And I think um, what's really nice is is kept in keeping with uh, what was a, a really big run of really strong main events throughout the beginning of this year. I think um, it's going to be surprising. I think now that we're at this top ten, that we we don't have a, we, don't, we don't have any derby representation for a guy who had. I think we both agree a, a bunch of really good matches this year um the main events were really strong throughout the course of the year Uh, of this top 10 list i think most of their main events i don't think jungle boy against dax was but the rest of them uh either were or were close to so yeah i I think this had a lot of pressure to put on it it was the first women's match to have the main event slot um and maybe any griping you may have had with it absolutely erased when they when they get to the the final sprint and there's blood everywhere and it's you know flips to the outside and tables everywhere and tax and um it was a great sign that for all the i don't want to say doubts but for all the struggles that the women's division had to get off the ground this was that first sign as you said that like you know with a little time with a little patience with a little investment uh they can get to that height too they can they can they can clear that bar that that the top folks in this company have set and uh clear it with and then some and and as i mean very easy to say now obviously but uh, a star-making turn for Britt Baker, if there ever was one. Yes,
1: yeah, star-making is really what this match was, and it's not often that the match goes one to one with a superstardom, right? Like people try it all the time. You know, it was a big match, but pro wrestling's weird. to To get momentum and to run with it is tricky. It's what makes people like like Jeff Hardy or Rob Van Dam such bizarre, hard to figure out people. Where it's just like, what? Why are these guys just always over? Why are they never? Yeah, you know, there's something secret in the sauce. Great is dentist, says Jason, and he's damn right. Uh, seems like reviews for Merch Match are largely positive, zoos. Besides my own, there. Uh, Maddie Mac saying if somebody's harsh with their feedback, they're gonna get chopped up by the goddamn axe of the Wrestling Brain Network. Sword, shield, axe. Maddie Mac, of course. Thank you for your services. Our mod around these parts. Uh, the the swinging axe, the guillotine. Lest you be transphobic, homophobic, racist. Any sort of hate speech. <laughs> we tell Maddie Mac be aggressive. If, if you're wondering if you're wondering is this too far <laughs> yes its i'm
0: gonna get the axe but you shake your back here comes the axe uh absolutely is dentist Frit is a dentist that is absolutely correct uh but also uh hilariously enough sort of a the beginning of sort of tra- trending away from that where it was like before that it was sort of that was a joke because of how lame it was sort of the only thing that her character had as a as a piece to it right and, and she's yeah. been able to add and add and add since this moment totally true so before we get to number
1: one here i just want to talk about what the being on our top 10 list means because uh a match that was mentioned earlier that i think we both really like that we cut late was dark order and hangman versus the elite yep. and i don't want this to be i hate when lists are chock full of honorable mentions and this and that i'm giving an example here we get we're giving you our 10 best matches i'm not saying this was number 11 or i'm, I'm talking there was a discussion but we're not we're not that sort of show there's no tie coming we're giving you the 10 matches. But we're talking about 10 matches on a list that is – we're in the 500s now on my ratings list for the year. Like, to be 10, there are some elite, absolute worth-watching matches that we're not even in the discussion for tonight. Darby Allen was somebody who felt underserved by our list, like you brought up. But then again, it's like what's the singular performance? The body of work is great, but in top ten, was it the Ethan Page one? I think that was the highest ranked on my uh, on my list. Yeah, I think it was. So very, very, very tough to get on this list.
0: Hell, Sting, Sting, sting in, in two it, it was a great was a great moment in and in a, in a great like sleeper banger that we, we loved without question. And that list is long. But Zeus, so the
1: number one on this list, was it ever in doubt?
0: Never in doubt. It was a matter of time before we got here. Uh, it's one of the great matches in television history. It is one of the great moments in television history. It is it is the pinnacle of the television art form. It is the time limit draw between Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson.
1: I mentioned earlier on in the show, <clears throat> you know, an in ring quality that didn't exist before. Well, this was an in-ring quality that didn't exist because of television constraints So the person who was running the only television wrestling show. It was because there weren't two people this good who could wrestle one another. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. The best two of prior generations couldn't put on something like Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson did within 30 minutes of television. Unreal. Have you ever felt a 30-minute minute match that felt faster?
0: Uh, it, it with incredible purpose with incredible hard-hitting impact um a real a really incredible um performance from from brian danielson who, I, I mean not that it was ever in doubt but but sort of that the idea of coming over and and how is he going to fit into this universe and how is he going to match up the the the, the danger with green matches sometimes can be Getting yourself so high that that nothing can reach that level and this did that and then, especially so, when
1: you're going to commercial especially when you're finishing with a draw like there's factors here where this could have easily been good not great
0: yeah and especially when you're going in with um i mean again i'm talking about high expectations but we're talking about expectations on the level of like the best in the world or the best ever sort of those that's the kind of Conversations that we're having with these guys and to not only meet that, but um, in many ways I- exceed it for a lot of folks and to leave absolutely no sun unturned, but still also leave us wanting more where, where, you know, we right. also don't feel like they emptied the tank and there's nothing left and they couldn't possibly match it and do it again. We can't wait for them to do it again because they left themselves space to learn and space to grow and space to do it. Um, just two of the best to ever do this. Um, fully it, it, being in the moment and engaging with it and and rising to it and is the and really crowd that
1: was ready to accept it for how great it was one
0: hundred percent true and uh uh special circumstances one of those ones similar to the punk returns similar to um that other stuff you know just one that really makes you appreciate and happy to be a wrestling fan and just do, do really appreciate being in this time where you get stuff like this as you said the wrestling quality just didn't exist not that long ago where you couldn't have done this with any other two guys at any other time uh a really special half hour of wrestling
1: and Zoob's so savvy and i think this is actually a you point so i don't want to snag it from you because i think you said this in our uh, in-person show right away after but they let it sort of exist within this vacuum of AEW, where kenny omega because Daniel Bryan challenged him sort of on a Manui Mono. We all remember the promo. I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. But they actually held to that. They kept the elite backstage. They let the best bout machine forward. And, you know, you, there's people who would say that's questionable booking, right? It's mm-hmm. like, why, why on earth would this champion not have his his gang with him? Like, why Why would he do that, this, this heel champion? But this match, just they knew that the match is going to deliver in a way that we're going to need no interference. We're going to go the 30 minutes and it's going to feel like it's five minutes. So not only is it the AW Dynamite match of the year, it's one of the matches of the year alongside countless pay-per-view matches. We'll of course do that at the year-end show, but this is number one Zoobs and a very high-ranking match on my list.
0: Yeah, a great point from Jay is that this match took my appreciation of Kenny to a whole new level where I really saw how safe he can be without sacrificing yeah. impact or quality absolutely and i think uh especially in in brian danielson's return run when he first came back you were like he would wince when he would do anything that was near the neck or near the head and you he would say oh, i'm really nervous about somebody mistreating him or mishandling him or all of that and it was really special and speaks to to the quality of match that these two had that like at no point was it like, ooh, Kenny's getting a little, it's, it, it's, it's like, it kept you in tension without ever making you legitimately worried and then taking you out of the moment and the, the specialness of of the matchup.
1: That is 1 million percent true, but it does also need to be said, and I've said this on podcasts years before, count, count uh, constantly, Brian Danielson is an underrated, not wrestler, obviously, we're all aware of how great he is, but he's an underrated athlete. A lot of those safety moments are are absurd to watch. Like with the the dragon sli- suplex from the top, Brian like uses his knees to kick off of Kenny midair and takes a flat bump off of it. What would normally be, I mean, how else does everybody else take that? Like right on the spot, like at the last second, spins and takes it flat. Stuff like that. It's like Kenny Omega can be as safe as he like. You have to be a a POC tier guy or above to even play those teams. and I feel like for some reason Brian Danielson doesn't get mentioned alongside like the ricochets or the pox or the he's so capable of those moments too he's just a savvy enough wrestler to know where his bread's buttered. He, he's phenomenal yeah
0: and uh, not enough words or not enough time in the world to, to give this match all of the due that it deserves uh again just a truly special moment um landmark I think we came out of that and you know hot off the heels of of all out and we had that conversation you were very clear that you thought this was the moment where they overtook this the, you're the number one game in town with stuff like this and i think this was this and and danielson suzuki and <sighs> uh you know you can go on and on with with just september return. with just september and october you can look at uh, 10 moments we could have done the last month and a half 10 moments and and had an unbelievable list here still um this was a huge part of it and um again i've said this a couple times with a couple of things on this list but to me really part of the story of aew and a part of what this company is supposed to be promised is stuff like this is hey we have the best wrestlers and they're yeah. competing to see who the best wrestler is and it's not more complicated than that and it's compelling in its simplicity
1: as always brother you said it perfect
0: and that is our top 10 AEW
1: dynamite matches of 2021 zooms that was a blast for me i love doing stuff like this
0: i had a great time people love lists and i i have to thank you for doing uh a ton of the heavy lifting on the, on the writing down and the keeping track and the uh the paring down you did an incredible job i made it really easy for me to jog that in memory and, and have some insights on the stuff so i thank you so much to that i won't even accept
1: it because it was only returning the, the only reason the show looks so gorgeous if you gave me a if you said you have to go to jail for a year or figure out how to make scenes as nice as the zoobs has done for wrestling brain i'd say put me in there for two years i've never i i'll never do it
0: i had so much fun taming the monster that is obs uh i had a fun week this week (laughs) i'm I'm excited it's amazing so
1: all the thanks i accept them but also return to you we're all just doing our thing around here i'm thrilled for how well
0: received merch match was
1: oh purple dub saying long live wrestling brain long live the monster abyss zooms you know if there was ever a homer for kiss, any wrestler
0: kiss ass in the in the chat <laughs> yeah we got somebody come to the chat saying oh
1: long live the monster abyss this is somebody who says i want to be i want to get on a kiss that what josh uh let's just do an hour on abyss <laughs> he might he might uh, this is no bullshit he might legitimately be the most underrated performer
0: ever in the business I mean, he's in the FWD. That's enough for me. Anyway, that, that is it. Uh, that is it for the top 10 list. That is it for the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, tell your friends, as Josh may be the best saying I've ever heard in my life, wrestling fans, no wrestling fans. Promote it. We're begging you. We're begging you to, to promote it and tell us what you liked, uh, especially tonight with merch match. I think it was pretty fun. If you had a good time, let your friends know, hey, we're doing merch match tonight. You're going to want to see this. You're going to want to laugh along. You're going to want to be a part of it. On Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, finally Dynamite is back on Wednesdays. It'll be the Sword and Shield doing the full recap as well as, listen, we have now a trove of games to pick from. Maybe it'll be Pushbook Barry. Maybe it'll be, that doesn't work for me, brother. Maybe it'll be Merch Match. Maybe it'll be, uh, somebody will debut some incredibly bad merch this week, and We'll be able to laugh at it and we'll put it up against something. Who knows? We're always building. We're always growing. We are having a great time here at Wrestling Brain.
1: Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I personally thought it was, uh, you know, pretty good. And if you agree with me, there's a couple different ways you could support us over here at Wrestling Brain. First of which, you're enjoying the podcast. Head on over to the iTunes store. Give us a five-star review. Leave some kind words. We would greatly appreciate that. Also, wrestling fans no wrestling fans. Tell somebody you know about this podcast. We'd greatly appreciate it. If you want to go a step further, you can always take in the real show live, twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You get to the post show, you get our interviews, you get our calls, the full experience over there on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. Love and energy.